Welcome to Certified Adult. I'm Abby Holt. And I'm Sarah Hill. Every week we get together to try to answer the question we all have. What, what the, the fuck, fuck are, are we doing? doing? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing is right. <laughs> Sarah, what are we drinking today? We're oh, so I guess cute. I should, maybe I should say it. No. Well, you can say it, but then I need to tell you what it is. Yeah, it's like you always ask me. True. We're drinking white tea. We are. <laughs> so exciting. Cheers. Oh, oh my God, I can't. I think <laughs> I'm going to like spill on my computer. Shit. <laughs> Give me a second. I got to switch hands. So when I went home for the holidays, we I ended up going to like this tea house. Okay, here. Cheers. And I ended up having this tea that brought me back to our um, aunt's, our late aunt's house. Um, I used to have it whenever I went over there and I couldn't, I never knew what it was, but like the vanilla flavoring came back to me. And so I bought a couple and now I have a cup of nostalgia every day. It's good. Nice. Um, yes. I, it's cold this week. So I just wanted. Yeah. Plus we just have a lot of shit to do and I can't with the drinking sometimes. <laughs> I was literally like had my bathrobe over me while I was at my desk today. All day? Why. Just like the last hour. I don't know. All of a sudden I got cold. It, I was, well, I, I guess. the heat was high. I don't really know. It just didn't seem like it was. I was on my walking pad like all day, so that would help with the coldness. Yeah. My desk was also right next to a window, so maybe that's part of it. And your windows suck. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Apartment living, people. Yeah. It's not for the weak. Or the rich. <laughs> hey, I'm sure those rich people are doing all right in their apartments. Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> have to say. How's your week been? We did take a week off, guys, so sorry about that. That's because we literally sat down <laughs> and asked ourselves the question, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> yeah, like, it was bad. So we had we, nothing to say. Yeah, we had to reevaluate a little bit, but we're kind of bringing, we've kind of changed things around a bit. We're changing the Ask Your Sister um, segment to some Reddit stories with sisters in it. I'm yeah. sure in the future we'll branch off to like siblings, but I think, you know, for lack of better words, this is like a trending thing for people to do. We don't want to be like, we don't want to do this for every episode, but there are some interesting stories I have to do with sisters. So. Yeah. I think we can still do Ask Your Sister sometimes too, you know? We could, yeah. I think this is, this is fun there's still though. like some questions we can ask. Yeah. Just sometimes it's hard to come up with them, like if you do it once a month, so. Yeah, that's true. We just sprinkle in a few, it'd be easier, maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe come up with better questions than I usually come up with. <laughs> it's hard. I know. It's like we already know everything about each other. It's not like we're digging into, you know. Yeah. But um my week. My week has been fine. A good week, I guess. Yeah. Productive, somewhat. I've gotten the, everything on my to-do list has been checked off so far, so that's good. Good. Um, I finished the Court of Thorn and Roses series. Well, so far, she's coming up with the sixth book at mm -hmm. some point, but um, highly recommend if you have not read that, Abby. I haven't, but I am reading a like a mystical book, right? Mystical fantasy. Fantasy. What is mystical? Is that a word? I don't. Probably. Anyway, it's like has sirens and stuff in it. It's really good. 
actually, maybe I'll send it to you so it can be like your in-between book. Yeah. Well, I started reading um, last night, the you know, The Maid, that book? Yeah. I started reading the second one. I couldn't. It was kept being... It was on. It's on my list, but I kept trying it because we use the um, Libby Library app to get our books. And oh yeah, if I, it popped up in the library yesterday. I was yeah. like, perfect timing. I finished <laughs> the other book. I'm like, perfect. Remember when I texted you and I was like, nothing's available. Yeah, that's why I started. I downloaded the two books that were available. It and I is was like, okay. Sometimes, yeah, they're not. Sometimes yeah. you have to wait forever, but it saves money. Um, but I was actually surprised. So I was like, I was on the fifth. I was. I actually started listening to the fifth book on Spotify audiobooks because when I was like shooting recipes last weekend I was like this is perfect and then I was like well I need to like now I want to read it and yeah. I went in the library and it was literally it was available I'm like wow, wow this is perfect <laughs> and I finished it in like three days it's fate yeah love a book like that I did instead of my usual morning walk because it was it's the roads are treacherous right now Ugh, there are yeah. ice rinks I did read this morning and that was a nice way too yeah it's kind of annoying I like can't go out for a walk without possibly falling on your face you know what's so weird because when i bought when i i think i got my sorrel boots from for christmas a couple years ago and i had sent mom ones with where you could like flip the spike and Mm -hmm. like when i was trying to walk yesterday i was like why didn't i get those yeah (laughs) yeah no it'd be so good to have those right now i know i just would walk it was walking on the street because i was just like this is i don't feel like and it's too busy yeah you can't well, especially when you're walking in, like, the opposite direction of traffic. Yeah. So it's not safe. But I was... Yeah, exactly. No, definitely not safe. At least they could see you. Yeah, but still. But still. I didn't even try it today. I was like, it's not happening. No, me either. I have been working out, but just not doing my walking part of my workout plan. I've been using my walking pad, which is nice because I can I can walk, like, five miles in yeah. while I'm working. See, I wish like, I had that, but one day. Well, I think tomorrow I'm going to do that. I'll do like jump rope or something. Yeah. Without a jump rope. <laughs> Listen, some of us can do it and I'm am included in that. <laughs> I can't jump rope and also like even if I could, like there's no space for me to actually swing a rope. Yeah, true. I can do like the jumping stuff in yeah. the apartment, yeah. You need a high ceiling. I have that, but it's more like the around space. And coordination. Yeah. <laughs> but I get the still got the exercise part in, you know. Yeah. It's you're not trying to you no. know win a boxing match and but I do need to do some cardio, so I think I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, what about your week? Same. I did wasn't feeling well on Monday, and I do have a cold sore, so I'm like wondering if I have something's going on in my body. Mm. And I've been exhausted all week, and I know it's normal in the winter to be like tired, but um, Sunday was nice because I had like a girls' night with people, but and I but I only had three glasses of wine, so I was like perfect. And I like you know, I, and I was driving, so I was like I feel great. We had dinner; it was like over a five hour period. I was like great. Tomorrow's gonna be a good start to the week, and then I woke up feeling like absolute trash. And <laughs> was it a, some of the wine? Probably, but three glasses of wine is not that much for no, over you five hours. I feel like that terrible, yeah. So I think I had like a little bit of a head cold this week. Um, but I just said to myself, I was like, okay, you know what? Everybody else has this day off. I guess I'll just, I did some stuff, but I was like, just give myself a reprieve. It's yeah, okay. Sometimes you have to. It's fine. But the rest of the week was, was pretty good. I'm trying, like finally this week, I did not have a lot of stuff to do for the restaurants. So I could focus more on the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff for you. 
and I feel a little more organized because at the beginning of the week I was feeling a little anxious because we had just discussed like a bunch of stuff and I was like oh my god like we have a lot of stuff happening in the next few months that we want to accomplish like with Real Food with Sarah and with the podcast so I was a little anxious but today I feel a lot better um good which is good yeah sometimes like yeah you can get overwhelmed I yeah definitely overwhelmed and then I have a, a plans like a good amount of plans this weekend so we're having people over Saturday night and then I'm um meeting up with some friends on Sunday and it's like an all-day thing and I also that makes me anxious then I was like why am I anxious Sunday you can have you can do stuff so all day fun. you should be looking forward to that. yeah like you can do stuff all day yeah <laughs> it's like okay you don't need to be productive you know for like half a day mm-hmm. it's okay um so anyway good week coming for me yeah should we jump right in yeah, I mean, what else do we have to say? We're drinking tea so we can spill the tea. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. But I don't know what this stands for. W-I-B-T-A-H. There's so many. Let's look it up. W-B. No, W-I-B-T-A-H. You should have looked it up. I know. I just realized that now. What does it say? Would I be the asshole? There's no H. There shouldn't be an H. Okay. Would I be the asshole? Okay. Would I be the asshole if I tell my sister that our other sister had an affair with her husband? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should I say yes or no? No, wait. Okay. I mean, I think the answer is obvious. But um, <laughs> I... I'm not going to say Yeah, say. The, their ages. Mm-hmm. I, 29 female, have two sisters. Jess, 32 female, and Lena, 34 female. Obviously, those names are are not real. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they aren't. Well, they're in a parentheses. So. Uh. Jess and Lena used to live in the same small town about 12 hours away from me, my brother, and our parents. Then Jess moved here for better job opportunities and for more help with my niece, Amy, 12. Jess hasn't been in, even been in town for three months yet, and last week she went and dropped the terrible fucking bombshell on us. Jess spent a year fucking Lena's husband, Jeff, and they even had, had a miscarriage together in that time. Lena had absolutely no idea. Jess brought us all, me, my parents, my husband, and my brother, involuntarily into her shit show by just breaking down and dumping this all on us in tears after sending Amy off to play. Apparently, she was too guilty to live with herself without getting it off her chest somehow. I have half a mind to tell her she should have just smothered it. The family is going, to, is going nuts trying to decide what to do now. We urge Jess to come clean herself to Lena, but she has flatly refused, saying that Lena is her best friend and she loves her too much to lose her friendship. There's no way she's your best friend. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And also, she feels it will break Lena's heart and destroy her family. Lena and Jeff have four kids together. My nieces and nephews ranging in age from 18 to 10. A big part of me feels like Lena deserves to know no matter what. But two things are really giving me pause. The kids and Lena's feelings. The kids love their dad, love their house, love their land. They'd be ripped away from all these things in a divorce, would they not? And I worry a lot about how Lena would cope if she knew. She's been such a devoted wife to Jeff, and she does consider Jess to be her best friend. It feels cruel to shatter her reality like that. 
Jess is pretty much dead to me over this. So is Jeff. I don't know what to do and I'm very torn. I just want to do what's best for Lena and the kids. Should I speak up since Jess won't? Or no, I know infidelity is a sore subject when it comes to whether or not to speak up. I need help. There's an update. Do I want to read the update? Let's talk first. Okay. Holy shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to unpack. I don't... I understand her feelings. Like, I'm so happy that she's only questioning it for... To spare Lena and the kids. However, Lena needs to know. Yeah. Because... You know, she needs to have the all the information to and then act. Like I would be so mad at you if you kept that from me. You know, and then like I found out later I would feel betrayed by you. Yeah. Like that's it's a sucky situation all around, but that's you have to tell her, right? Yeah, hundred percent you have to. Ugh. Like, yeah. Like, and fuck her husband, because they've been married for at least, what, 19, 20 years? Yeah. If they have an 18-year-old, I mean, not that that, at least been together for, for 20, you know. Yeah, 18, 19 years, at least for, yeah. Ugh. Fuck. And Those also, fuck the sister, because, like. Oh, yeah, no, fuck her. You could have, <laughs> number one, you shouldn't do it at all, but, like, even if, if it happened once, like, you should have been, like, never again. Yeah shit you know what i mean and the audacity not saying that one like time she's is my good best either. friend yeah no, clearly you do not care about her that like enough no there's no there in no world does somebody who acts like that care about the person that they're yeah. hurting it's not a thing they it's like maybe she, oh maybe you have feelings for her husband but you don't act on them Mm-mm. all right let's hear the update god okay Update. I had to go to work and then bed after posting. Well, was stupid, but <laughs> but I've done my best to read as many of these. Oh, I think so. She's talking about many people commented, whatever. Yeah. I'm really appreciative of everyone who gave their perspective and advice. The folks who'd been cheated on personally were especially eye-opening. I'd asked myself a hundred times in the past week whether I should tell Lena just because I would want to know if it were me. Lena is honestly the most forgiving and timid of the three of us. Always has been. And when we were growing up, she'd get called a doormat. Shit. That's why she got cheated on. Not to be rude. <laughs> and I've always been the angry, intense one. I would definitely want to know, but a part of me truly worries that Lena won't thank us for this. It was the overwhelming response that showed me that there's likely only one right answer and as painful as it's going to be, especially what pushed me to deciding, especially what pushed me to deciding was two things. I don't want to be seen as siding with Jess instead of Lena in Lena's eyes. When she finds out, I want it to be from people who love her instead of her feeling betrayed, think she, thinking she has no one on her side. And second, the people pointing out that she's currently potentially vulnerable to STDs. I know my asshole sister is clean, but I don't know about Jeff. And I, honestly, I've been so shocked over the situation that it hadn't occurred to me that he might be an even bigger piece of shit and could be sleeping with other people. That was the final push. I don't want to hurt Lena, but I'd rather she never talk to me again than hold her hand after herpes diagnosis <laughs> or while she does a size of cervical cancer. Okay, that's not even something I was thinking about, but... yeah. I'm meeting up with my parents and my brother on Sunday morning. We're going to have a big talk about how to handle the situation. My dad isn't going to be happy because he's terrified of how the fallout will affect Lena and the kids when she knows. But ultimately, Lena being safe matters more. 
I'm going to lead with a suggestion of forcing Jeff- Jess's hand and making her confess. This is her fault. We don't want to tip Jeff off so he can't try to weasel out with lies first. And honestly, lo- the logistics of getting to Lena in person are going to be hard, but we'll pull together and see what we can do. Oh, because they're so far away. I'm definitely not suggesting the Zoom call. I know these... Oh, I know these suggestions were well-meaning, but if my family did that to me, I'd die of shame, so we're going to pass on that. My goal is to have us a plan, make us have a plan where we can deliver a watertight ultimatum with a short deadline to Jess and then focus on what we can possibly do for Lena once she knows. If if Jess refuses to ball up by the deadline, it'll probably be me and my mom telling Lena. In which case, wish me luck. That's so awful to put on your family as well. I know. Ugh, these poor people. I Is there any more updates? I don't know. That's Ugh. the one I saw the other day. It was like two days ago. Shit. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what to, we. I think we said what we had to say on mm-hmm. that. It's just like the whole situation is shitty, but she needs to know. Yeah. I really want to know if there's updates. Well, we can keep an eye on it. Yeah. We'll let you guys know. Wow. What a way to start. <laughs> yep. Gosh. All right. Ready for the next one? Yep. I caught my sister sleeping with my stepdad. Better than dad. True. Oh, okay. I'm shaping while I'm shaking while typing this. My 16 female. 16. She's female. 16. Oh. So the OP's 16. Stepdad, 45 male, has been with my mom for about 12 years now. My dad isn't in the picture, so I see him as my father figure in, in a way. We used to have a very strong bond when I was younger, but it sort of broke over the years. I wouldn't say it's now strained or ever was. But we don't talk a lot anymore and just just keep to ourselves. We get along and never really have disagreements, but just aren't as close. My sister, 19 female, on the other hand, maintained that strong bond. Clearly. I never really took any notice to it until recently. So here's where it gets weird. My stepdad owns his own company and works from home. My mom works as a therapist and is normally gone from 9 to 6 p.m. And since I'm at school and my sister doesn't go back to university until September, there's usually alone time. They're usually alone together almost all day. Anyways, it was half it was a half day at school and I walk home because my house is only 5 minutes away. When I got home, I heard some weird sounds oh, coming God. from my parents' room. I peeped inside and saw my stepdad on top of my sister <sighs> making out. As soon as I realized what was up, I ran downstairs. I felt physically sick and shocked at the same time. I sat in the garden for what felt like hours thinking about what to do when finally my stepdad came downstairs. When he saw me, he turned pale and asked why I wasn't at school. I froze and told him school ended early and I had just gotten home. He looked relieved and walked back upstairs. I've been thinking about this all day and don't know whether to tell my mom or not. She really loves him and I don't know how how she'd react if she found out. What do I do? Oh, what? I don't even know. (laughs) What the hell? Yeah. I'll read a comment that will... There are a couple updates, but I'll, like, want to talk about it first. But the top comment is, this feels like it could be a grooming situation. And I know this is 
and I, and I know this is easy to say as a person not in the situation, I think it's essential for you to make your mom aware, which I was going to say, I was going to say, like, we, do we know, like, did it start when she was like, you know, 17, 18 yeah. or like, yeah, hasn't something happened, been happening because he's been in their lives for 12 years. Yeah. So that's what, that was my first thought when I read it. Like, yeah. You know, you can't really put the blame on the 19-year-old girl. Unless, like, she, she like, just started, then you can. Because I feel like you know. Yeah, but, like, there There's... had to been more going on before for her to be even interested in yeah. him. You know what I mean? And did she just turn 19? Like, yeah. regardless, that's also... You know, age gaps is, like, one thing when you're past a certain age. Like, I feel like once you're past, like, 26, I don't, like, you know, like, I'm not too weirded out by by age gaps. But yeah. when you're still literally a teenager. Or when you're four years old and your future husband. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was fake. Was it? But, so, yeah, people were saying it was fake. Oh. Okay. All right, you want to hear the update? Yeah. Thank you all for the love and support on my post. I'm trying to read your guys' comments, but there are quite a lot. Right now, I'm concerned about my sister because I don't really know how long they've been seeing each other. I don't have any physical evidence, so it's their word against mine. I'm not sure I'd approach this without hurting anyone. Another update. I ended up telling my mom in private, and she got into a huge fight with my stepdad, and he's now left and won't respond to our calls or messages. My sister didn't, did end up admitting that he abused her from a young age and that she had a weird sexual emotional attachment to him. What? My mom sees a lot of cases like this normally from the POV of someone like my sister. Thank you all for the ideas. Ugh, I didn't that. I didn't read that when I Okay, so that was that story. So. Disgusting. Jeez. Yeah. Disgusting. That's so sad. Mhm. There's uh. some disgusting people out there. Yeah. But I hope, you know, Everyone heals from this. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I mean, also, it's like props to the mom for yeah being believing like, bye yeah and believing her daughter yeah because I read things and I'm like some of these people are like Ugh, I know terrible parents yeah props to her but you know if she's seen it if she's you know she's a therapist she's I don't know how she didn't see any signs though. Ugh, whatever. No, it's n- we're not going to blame her. No. My next two are short, so. Okay. Okay. My sister has a three... Sorry, I'm going to read the title first. Mm-hmm. My 21 female sister... My, my 21 female... So she's 21. The OP. The sister... Sister 19 female. Told me I... Yeah, I was a bad sister. These things kind of confuse me. Yeah. Told me I was a bad sister for not convincing her to have an abortion. My sister has a three-year-old son. She had him only when she had him when she was only sixteen. I was the first person besides her boyfriend that she told that she was pregnant. At the time, I did advise her to have an abortion. She didn't want to because her boyfriend gave her false hope that he'll be involved in its life. When her parents found out, they didn't even try to convince her not to because they're pro-life. Now the baby's dad isn't even involved. He just pays child support. Yesterday, we got into an argument. She wanted me to babysit her son while she went out with friends. I told her I couldn't because I had to study. Then she kept begging and kept saying no, and I kept saying no, and she, and she chose to be a mom. 
Then she got all upset and said, this is all my fault. And I was a bad sister because as her big sister, I should have convinced her to have an abortion. Then she stormed off. Is this really all my fault? Should I have tried harder to convince her to have an abortion? See, where that's hard is... If that happened to me, I could see myself reacting that way, but it wouldn't be... Obviously, it wouldn't be true, but, you know, the mom has all these emotions around the fact that she was forced to have this baby so young. So she's taking, she's not taking it out on the right people, of course, but you know, you're going to blame everybody around you, the yeah. closest to you for it. And it's a sucky situation. Every single point of that sucks. I mean, I hope that for her son's sake, She's, you know, in the next couple of years realizes that, you know, it, it, it happened and it's okay. Cause mm-hmm. that sucks. That's not his fault either. But oh. yeah, I think, you know, as the older sister, you kind of have to be like, you, you have to like take that one on the chin kind of and be like, oh, okay, she didn't mean it. And then I don't know, try to get her, get her help. Cause it sounds like she's. It sounds like she's, you know, depressed and needs outside help. Professional help, probably. Yeah, probably like therapy, but she also probably feels like she, like, missed out on, you know, she's only 19. She has a three-year-old. Mm-hmm. Like, the like, the end of her high school career and then, like, what could be, like, you know, her early 20s of yeah. really not having that many responsibilities, but she does. No, 100%, but it's, like, how it... No, just to face it. Is it OP's fault? No. No. Obviously not. Yeah. You know? If we're pl- putting fault on people, it's the two people who made the baby's fault. Yeah. Or the parents who probably also didn't really probably teach about birth control mm-hmm. if they're pro-life. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Or the, our education system. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. <laughs> Depending if they're from America or not, but... Ugh. Yeah. That sucks for everybody involved. How old is OP? 21. So she's still so young, too. Yeah. And it's like, when you're that young, it's hard to help somebody. When you're... I mean, at any point in life, it is hard to help other people when you're trying to help yourself. Yeah, because like she's... It seems like she's in college or something. She said she has to study, so... Right. Mm. That stinks all around. Yeah, I I don't think it's her. It's not... You're not a bad sister for not convincing her. No. You did mention it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that was, I guess, her decision not to have it. Of course. So her decision to have sex and get pregnant. So. Yeah. It's a harsh reality of sex, kids. Don't have sex. <laughs> Be careful. Until you're married. Have smart and safe sex. <laughs> is the answer. All right. Moving right along. Oh, this one's made me feel icky. Okay. My siblings and I have been on constant security camera surveillance our entire lives, and it's breaking us. My parents installed a camera in me and my sister's shared bedroom when I was a child. Some of my earliest memories were of us pretending to be asleep as the light below the camera flashed red, signaling that someone was currently watching the feed. The dread that would wash over me when the red light was blinking was immense every time. 
To make matters worse, since my parents are not super tech savvy, my dad had hired some guy he employed in the tech department of his company to set the camera up, meaning that some random 30-year-old guy had the login credentials to the camera feed. I often got dressed in my room. Multiple times I received texts from my mother including a screenshot from the camera feed showing me in a towel, nothing but a towel, getting dressed, and she berated me for changing my bedroom. She would say, do you want Mr. Raymond, referring to the tech guy, to watch you change? You should only change in your bathroom. I knew I felt deeply uncomfortable having the camera in our room, but whenever my 10-year-old self would ask questions about it, my parents would brush me off and say, it's not to spy on you, we're just scared of intruders. Also, what, is the house what if the housekeeper steals your belongings? What belongings do 10-year-olds have in their room? I don't know. <laughs> our house eventually got wrecked by a massive flood, and after massive reno renos, we're com we completed it. This is not correct sentence. Sometimes they're not. And after massive renovations were completed in our house, Mr. Raymond was back, as instructed by my father, to install cameras in our newly renovated space. My siblings and I now all had separate bedrooms. As I watched him install cameras in my sister and brother's room, I stalled so much and eventually he did not manage to install a camera meant for my room. The exposed wires where a camera was meant to be installed are still in the corner of the room to that day, to this day. I was an angsty teenager at that point and eventually one day got into a massive argument with my father. I had been struggling with depression and being the Asian parent he was, he did not believe in such a thing. I stopped leaving my room as much as other, as much as, oh my god, sorry guys, and one day, <laughs> I stopped leaving my room other than to go to school, and one day when I came home, I saw him locking up my bedroom and saying I was to share a room with my sister again, because he needed monitoring, because I needed monitoring, and he didn't know what I was doing in my room all day. Keep in mind, my sister's room had a camera and mine didn't. I relented and the surveillance continued. I left soon after start college and I relished in the fact that I was living alone, away from constant surveillance, and as a result, I talked to my parents less often. I talked to them twice a month on average, to their annoyance, but I didn't care. I had never felt so much freedom before, and I grew to be super independent super quickly. My depression symptoms diminished by a lot. I graduated uni and contemplated my next steps in life, eager, eager, eager to continue life away from my parents' house. Then my sister started college and my parents brought an, bought an apartment in the city she was studying in. It was supposed to be a gift for her as she was studying to become a doctor. It was, beautiful. it was a beautiful two bedroom apartment. A couple months after she got settled in, my parents arranged for a camera to be installed in the middle of the living room facing her bedroom door. It became clear to my sister that their gift was conditional. The camera was not to be turned off under any circumstances, and once again, it was justified by them because they were scared of intruders. Yet the camera wasn't even facing the entrance of the apartment directly. The worst thing was that this shiny new camera also had a new function. It detected any little movement and proceeded to send a notification to my parents' phone in real time, along with screenshot of the feed at the time. My sister broke down multiple times after this camera was installed, as it would flash red and take a screenshot of her every time she left her room in the morning to go to uni. It was all too much for her. My parents just shamed her and told her at least there weren't any cameras in her room now. It was just in the living room. I moved in with her a while ago and I unplugged the camera for a day when I had guests staying over on our couch. I felt brave and honestly just did it and have yet to re 
activate it. My parents ask what the about the camera constantly, even though I'm always home, and there's virtually no risk of intruders in this skyscraper of an apartment building with strict 24-7 security. They won't stop asking my sister to plug it back in, but she, because she, well, well, sorry. They won't stop asking. My sister wants to plug it back in because she's afraid of them pulling her out of uni or, or kicking her out of the apartment for not complying. I'm at my wit's end and I'm not sure if we can take this anymore. I have lots to say about that. Yeah. Number one, what the fuck? Number two, what the fuck? Number three, what the fuck? Okay. Number one, why... Okay, it's like, that guy... Yeah. Is probably... Well, he could be very innocent. But he could also not be. It, you know, but the why do parents... Why do they need to be put cameras put their children like children's in position rooms? Yeah, that's my that was my first issue is the fact that you're putting your kids into you're in danger. Yeah, because like that guy could do whatever with that footage, and that can be like on some like nasty people could get access. Nasty people could get access to that exactly, and like they could say it, tell he could tell people where like the address and stuff, you know. Um, and then it's also like, why do you need to watch your children all the time? Like they should be able to have privacy in their own rooms, especially as you get older. Yeah. Like I'm all for having, you know, that you need the baby monitors, but yeah, well that's different. You know, once these kids start going to school, you know, they're school aged. I feel like that needs to be done and over with. Yeah. It's just the whole thing made me feel icky. And I, like, you know, different cultures have, like, different, are sometimes stricter and stuff, which that's all fair and stuff, but this is next this level. This seems too much. Way too much. And, yeah, you're putting your kids in danger. I think that's absolutely disgusting that somebody could access that. You know? Yeah, and, like, the mom's saying, why would you change any room? Like, that's a place people change their clothes. Yeah. Not just in the bathroom. I know. Like that's normal. People yeah. To change in your room. That's where your clothes are. Yeah, I don't know. Really, what to say? That's just like very sad, and I think that these people need to let a, like cut their parents off. <sighs> yeah. It's like it's very toxic. Yeah. One of the top comments was like calling this um, or. Um, comparing it to the pan panopticon, which is a prison design where there's a guard tower in the middle and, like, all the cells are around it. Um, he went into a whole explanation, but I'm not going to read it because I, it's nothing we need to hear about. He went into the history of the mm. panopticon. <laughs> okay. But she was like, the panopticon perfectly sums up how my household was set up with the cameras and the subsequent effects of it. I found myself being hyper aware of my actions and physical state appearance when I was younger all the time. I remember I would be in the bathroom where there were no cameras, thankfully, and forget for a split second that I was in a cameraless space and my heart would drop thinking I was being seen naked. I was so young at the time, about 12 or so. My parents always dismissed us saying that they would never really look at the cameras anyway. But A, that wasn't true, because then how would you 
how would they have caught screenshots of me in a towel after shower so many times? Yeah. And B, like the Panacoptin, even if they didn't look so as often, it still would feel like they were watching me 24-7. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just, you know, people want to keep their kids safe. I don't even know. There's, like, a difference between safe and wanting, like, control. Yeah, that's, like, control. Yeah. Like, I'm up all for... Yeah, it's like, I want to know what you're doing every second of every day. Yeah, I'm all for keeping your kids safe, but, you know, people need to make their own mistakes and figure life out, and, you know, there's only so much you can do, a sane amount of stuff you can do to keep them safe. Yeah. That's not one of them. No. And I don't think that was about keeping them safe. I think that's just what they said. I think, I think it was, it was about, about control. control. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Oh. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next one's short again. Am I the asshole for not wanting to hear about my sister's tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> my 23 female fiance, 24 male really hates tattoos. I already had two when I met him, and I always had this idea of a third one to complete the set. Fast forward to now, we've been together for four years, and every time it comes up, it turns into a massive fight. His point, it's important to me. I think tattoos are beautiful. Oh, sorry, my point. It's important to me. I think tattoos are beautiful, and I've always been desperate for a third. His point, he thinks all tattoos are disgustingly ugly, and it's a compromise that I already have too. Anyway, after the most... <laughs> Recent, there's a couple of things to unpack in here. Anyway, after the most recent fight, we agreed tearfully that I wouldn't get any more. Now his sister is getting her first. And it's all she can talk about. So this is his sister. Is getting his her. sister? His sister oh, is getting okay. a tattoo, yeah. I am insanely jealous and it's upsetting to hear about her excitement when I know I won't have it again. I've been politely leaving the room whenever the tattoo talk starts because I'm... I don't want to put a damper on her excitement, and my fiancé asked why. I explained to him that it's upsetting to hear... <laughs> okay, I explained to him that it's upsetting to hear, especially since the last fight was two days ago. He says I'm overreacting. Am I just going to leave the room forever, and that I'm being childish for bringing it up again? So am I the asshole for leaving the room when my sister talks about her first tattoo? Okay, her sister? Is it or his sister? It's his sister, but... Okay, okay. Let's start I from think the top. They're engaged, so she's like, "This is my gotcha." My Number one, uh, get unengaged and leave his fucking ass. I know. If he can't accept you for the tattoos that you have, or for something that you enjoy doing, not he's not for you, babe. Yeah, it's like he doesn't need to get tattoos. No, that's fine. But he shouldn't say that you can't get tattoos. The word, the fact, I am all for compromises in relationships, but for him to say that the two tattoos she already has is a compromise. No, that's that, like not a thing. that to me reads that he's like controlling, controlling, and like he's not even really fully attracted to you because yeah. of the tattoos. There are plenty of men who don't give a fuck or love tattoos that would treat you so much better. Yeah, like there's nothing. I don't think tattoos, unless you're like tatted all over the place, like. Which, again, is still fine. She has two tattoos. Right. I know what I'm saying. Which like, some people might not be attracted to that. But two tattoos? God forbid. We don't even know what the tattoos are. They could be, like, very, like, hidden. I guess he would see them. This but... guy's a loser. Yeah. Okay. And 
So now they're having a conversation in the living room with his sister. Does he have any strong opinions about his sister getting tattoos? That's what I'm wondering, too. Like, is it just, like, the fiancé? Or, like, is he okay with his sister getting them or not? Like, that's fucked up in its, you know, self. Yeah, and it's like, she also said that they had a fight. She, it's like, she cried Mm -hmm. during their most recent fight about the tattoos. The first, it's, let me, let me just prep this by saying, when you're in a relationship, you can't see things sometimes you are blinded you know we've all we've all been there yeah i really really hope that she realizes that he's not even worth the you know her breath like she's could do so much better than him what a disgusting piece of shit yeah well that's really all i say I don't not have the comments. I just like copied and pasted oh, it into my notes. I uh, kept the link. We'll do that next time. Okay. You want me to find this? I, I want to know. It. I want to know what people's comments are. I want to know if she is like, oh my God, you guys are so right. I'm going to dump him. You know? Okay. We, the people want to know. We'll also put the links in the bottom show notes. For these, so you guys can look for updates and stuff. And you have bigger problems than your sister getting a tattoo. <laughs> your comp, your fiance compromised over over tattoos you already had before you met him. So in his mind, he's made a sacrifice of some kind by being being with you in spite of your disfigurement. If it was such a massive deal for him, he should shouldn't have dated you at all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was a very harsh way of saying everything that we said. <laughs> Which maybe she needed to hear like that. Yeah. Ugh. If you click on her and use her name, sometimes you can see like updates. No, thanks. No? No. Yeah, Ugh. this has like 580 comments, so we're not going to go. Oh, let's look at the guy perspective here. Okay. Okay. Wait a second, OP. What do you mean his perspective? It's a compromise. You already have two tattoos that you got before you met him. Did he want you to go and then get them professionally removed because he knew you had tattoos when he met you? This just seems really controlling. It doesn't sit well with me. Yes. You should be able to have a conversation with your sister without feeling on edge and feeling like you have to leave the room to please him. If he doesn't like tattoos, that's his prerogative, but he doesn't have the right to treat your sister and you less as less than because you have them. Are you sure you want to marry this guy? Because I'm seriously worried for you about what, about what he may take issue with next. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Like, it's never going to end. You know, yeah. That's just the beginning. Ugh. Yeah, and it's like, is he not discouraging his sister from getting tattoos or is it just you he's controlling? So, yeah. These people are saying, like, what we've said. Good. Hopefully she lessens. Next story. Okay. This one's a little short. My sister ruined my life. (laughs) Uh, This is Abby writing this. No. It's (laughs) definitely not. I, 32 female, and Amy, 32 female, have been best friends since we sat beside each other on our first day of school. We spent our lives in each other's houses, but as I, but as I have two sisters, Kate, 34 female, and Jen, 25 female, 
and Amy only has three older brothers. She used to love coming to our girly house and was like part of the family. Amy has been with her boyfriend, Tom, for eight years, and my family knows him well. Last week, I was ho hosting a mutual friend's baby shower when Amy got a bad headache and decided to go home early. I tried calling her that night to see how she was, she was, but she didn't answer, and I just assumed she had gone to bed early. The next day, I found out that Amy had found Tom and Jen in bed together. I tried calling Amy, but she, she wouldn't answer. I called her mutual friend back, and she basically said Amy doesn't believe I didn't know. I was gutted she would think that, but can understand her shock. Jem was also blocking me, so I, w so I went to my parents' house and found her crying and playing victim. I lost it. I told her she was disgusting scum, and that I wanted nothing to do with her. She was dead to me. My parents tried to mediate, saying she made a mistake, but she was my sister. And she was my sister, but I told them I couldn't understand how she could portray Amy like that when Amy's been a part of her life since the day she was born. I don't know what to do. So it's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the story kind of like says it all. She's not really asking, you know. She is asking an opinion. You know, I would say you have to. This this is also from four months ago, and there isn't like a. An, she did give a little bit of an update, but uh, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I feel bad for the friend Amy. Um, obviously, who, yeah. She probably thought she was going to marry that guy. She. Then... I don't know if I read it correctly or if this is in the update. Hold on. Oh no, yeah. So this there's a more info in the update that will be helpful so for opinion. Should I just read it? Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for all your comments. I'm only reading these now. I spoke to Amy's mom on the phone and we both cried. She couldn't, she doesn't believe I, she doesn't believe I knew, but asked me to give Amy some time. So Amy thought, yeah, that she knew. She knew. Um, I asked her if I get, if I could give her a letter, if she would pass it on and she agreed, but she said she won't push it. I said, I understood and don't want to do anything that would make it harder for Amy. I'm so heartbroken over the whole situation, but I'm mostly heartbroken that Amy is going through this and I can't be there for her. She's the kind of person who would drop any everything if someone needed her, so it breaks me that she's going through this without the support she deserves. My parents are disappointed in Jen, but she's their baby, who is young and foolish. My other sister, Kate, is disgusted and isn't speaking to Jen, but isn't getting involved otherwise. I just can't believe Jen would be so callous and do this to someone that has always been there for her. Tom, it's like she's like an older sister to her. Exactly. Exactly. Tom is a massive prick for what he's done. I'm not making any excuses for him, but it's who he cheated with that matters. It wasn't some random woman he picked up who didn't know Amy, who didn't owe her any loyalty. Amy has known Jen since she was a baby. Was at every birthday party, did her makeup for her when she was younger and was a shoulder to cry on and encourage her like a real sister. Jen's portrayal cuts far deeper than Tom's. Yeah. Jen, it, she's 25. I don't know. It's not really, she's not like a teenager. Like, no, she's a, a whole adult. Okay. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like you've but... known this guy. It's not like she was dating this guy for like a couple months. Yeah. You know? Like this guy you've known for so long. Yeah, you've also known him for a long time. Exactly. So it's just like, you're wrong. 
I do. I mean, I understand the parents. It's like, there's, you're not going to like stop loving your daughter. Yeah, no, I get that. But she needs to be held accountable for her actions. Yeah. Um, and I do, they're both to blame hundred percent, but I do understand like what the, what she's saying by saying that, like, yeah, well, it's like, forget, so, forget about the guy because he's gone now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, there's no relationship with him with, for, with anyone. No, I hope that um, ISOP and Amy can. I know, but then it's, it's also kind of hard. It's like it's like her sister. So how is she, you know if you're Amy? It's like I mean, it sounds to me like she's picking Amy over her sister in this situation. Well, yeah, I get that. She's I'm just, probably known her just as long. Do that. Probably known her as Amy longer. Yeah, because her sister is like that much younger. younger. Yeah, yeah. They probably start probably around the same time. Um. Hard situation. Yeah. But things won't be the same. You Jen. can probably still be friends with Amy when Amy gets up with her initial shock. Yeah. Um, but like she's not gonna be coming to your parents' house and doing family things no, anymore. I'm sure not. Cause Jen's there. I'm sure Jen will still be around. Yeah. So it's gonna have to be like you guys have to be have a separate Yeah, I mean you just changed everybody's lives. Yeah. Good job, Jen. God damn it. And Tom. And Tom. Let's and not Tom. cut him any slack. No, but like but, I said, it's like Tom. Yeah, so Tom and Amy broke up, so he's just gone. Yeah, and and it's like works out better for him because he can just leave and not, you know, have that affect his like family life. Yeah. I fucking hate men. Okay. <laughs> well, in this situation, sometimes women are bad. No, I know. But. Ugh, what was I going to say? God, this is like a situation all around. Yeah, it really is. I feel for you, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. OP. Yeah. All right. Do another one? No, I only did three. You said three. Oh, yeah, three. That was three. I'll think longer ones next time. I guess that's it. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. Hopefully you guys liked that new yeah. style. Better than us just talking about random shit. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh, what I was going to say is your actions have consequences, people. And sometimes those consequences leak to other people as well. So if you're making a decision, sometimes it doesn't just affect your life. Yes, unless it's a tattoo. Go ahead and get the tattoo. <laughs> get all the tattoos you want. And if anybody has anything to say about it, you don't want them in your life. Yeah. True. All right. I think that's it for this week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Certified Adult. Follow and subscribe to Certified Adult wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, etc. You can follow Abby at at Abby Marisa, A-B-B-E-Y-M-A-R-I-S-A, and Sarah at Real Food with Sarah, that's Sarah with an H, on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, TikTok, and my website, realfoodwithsarah.com. Don't forget to leave um, reviews, suggestions, questions on our Instagram account, uh, wherever you leave reviews for uh, podcasts. Um, we'd love to hear from you guys. <laughs>